0: Hello, and welcome to New Hope Christian Fellowship with Pastor John Gilbert. We read for our
1: reading today was from the Book of Revelation,
0: and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. It's incredible. This is incredible because in your Bible, some Bibles have got the words of Christ in red. Is that right? Yeah. And this Bible here has actually got the words of the Lord in red. You see that? So where it was black, it just John was getting a revelation from an angel. But where it's in red is the Lord Jesus speaking. You see that? And so, where it says here, "I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end," says the Lord, right? Who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. Jesus here is saying, "I'm the Almighty God." Isn't that incredible? Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And and if you if you've understood it, you know, two and two make. Four four and four make so for the last eight weeks we've been going through the I am series yes that's what we've been doing I am the bread of life I am the light of the world I am the door I'm the good shepherd I'm the resurrection and the life yes I am the way, the truth and the life the Lord Jesus has been saying all these things all these things add up to the fact that he is the Almighty. There is Father God in heaven and Jesus came to this earth as the I Am. We'll go, I'll go through it all again as by way of introduction, but it's worth understanding this. I went to church for years before I understood this. No one talked about it. No one preached it. It's taken me 30... I've been a Christian 34 years... And I've never shared all of this before, and it's about time because the sooner as young believers, the sooner we understand who Jesus is, the more you're going to fall down and worship him and and put him in the right category that he is with by the God, Jesus our Lord and the Holy Spirit, the Holy Trinity. I'm getting excited. So before I do, I, I want to pray. Lord, please help us with these, this sermon and help me speak the words I need to speak so that we can honour you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So I want to use. bring this over here. Put my Bible here. So it, we started this eight weeks ago. We've been talking about I am and this first came out in the bible genesis no exodus exodus chapter 3 verse 14 3:14 14. and god said to moses i am who i am and he said thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am, have sent you. That is the first introduction of the I am series in the Bible. And um, why God said this to Moses, I mean, why did he say it? Shall I tell you? Look at verse 13. Moses asked God a question. He said, then Moses said to God, Indeed, when I had come, to the children of Israel, and say to the children of Israel, that is, they say to me, what is his name? And Moses said to God, what shall I say to them? It's good, isn't it? You are allowed to ask God a question, aren't you, Bob? That's good. If you want to know an answer to something, ask the Lord and he'll tell you he'll show you and that's what God is that's what's going on here so God said to Moses I am who I am and he said thus you shall say to the children of Israel I am has sent you so it's very very uh, it's what we need to know Exodus 3 13 and 14 now, amazingly, when Jesus was born, here's a good question for you. See how what, what your Bible knowledge is. From the time of Moses to the time of the coming of the Lord Jesus, how long was it? It
1: depends what time and date the time of Moses. Because if you... If the of the I'm,
0: I'm, within a hundred years, I'm happy with that, Dom. So if
1: you date... First, first century,
0: so it could be easy 1,600 years. There we go. That's, that's it. within Did we hear? Give them the coconut, someone, please. 1,600 years. So God was speaking to Moses. Moses was here on earth, and they were communicating 1,600 years apart before Jesus came and was born into this world. Okay, 1600 years. In that time, you never, you don't come across another I am statement. Do you see what I'm saying? It's just never. No, what? The Bible. You've got it done in the Bible from beginning to end. In that space, you won't see another I am statement. There is,
1: one, there is one in Isaiah. Is.
0: He's. He's throwing a spanner in the work. But, Don, I don't mind if you show me one. But what I'm going to say to you...
1: John, Isaiah 44, verse 6. Go
0: on then. So, thus
1: says the Lord, I am the first, I am the last, and besides me there is no
0: God. I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that, because that ties in with, with this. And what you've got to know about Isaiah, Isaiah is prophet. Isaiah looks into the future. He's always looking ahead, 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 and Isaiah is prophesying who God is. So that, I'm happy with that, Dom. This is one you I'm know, because that's not just fixed for the time of Isaiah. All right, which is he lived 800 years before Jesus. Go on, Dom. This is the one I normally use to j jw's or
1: the Mormons because it states that there's no God other than. So, so it uses the word Yahweh, yeah. But the word uh, Yahweh s- 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 a subject is it's a very unusual name, yeah. That it uses here, so they, it uses Yahweh. So, so you can't get around the fact that the the, the facts that say, say J. W. just uses the word Jehovah, it doesn't. So, so it's a, when referring to this passage, I normally combine the, this passage and and Revelation because you have the words "I'm the first and the last." Which, which,
0: which is also referenced. You see, Dom's adding, going on to another subject now, which we, you call the Jehovah's Witnesses. You heard of Jehovah's Witnesses? Yeah. They knock on your door. In fact, they don't anymore because of COVID. They've been sending letters, right? <laughs> but they, they keep saying that if you want to be saved, it must be Jehovah have you heard this there's another we're going we've got time is short and i can't go on it's another day subject okay all right but listen what the point what i was going to make when jesus came which was 1600 years 1500 years after moses he came and announced himself as i am it's incredible that you know after the time of Moses when God spoke to Moses and said I am who I am every Jew in Israel knew who I am is you know but then after all these years here's a guy who was from Nazareth a carpenter by trade and declaring himself to be I am that is incredible And when the people heard it, the the religious order, the Jews, the Pharisees, what did they do? They picked up stones to stone Jesus. They were going to throw stones at him. That's not very nice, is it? He said, I I think it's in John chapter 8, he said, before, they were trying to work him out, he said, before Abraham was, I am. And Abraham was 500 years before Moses. And they were like rattled with him, with Jesus. So we've been learning over the last two months, can you believe it or not? We've been learning about the eternal one in a very simple way. Why? Because we're simple, aren't we, Janet? I'm simple, and we have to put it in a simple way, don't we? He's the bread of life. He's the light of the world. He's the door. Remember, he said, I am the door. I'm the good shepherd, he said. Remember all these things. That's it, that's it. Good, well done, Kieran. There we go. Well done, Dom. So, the first heading is this. The Alpha and the Omega. He is... That's my first heading, by the way. He's...
1: So this is an early mosaic. Yeah. And you see the bottom two symbols. So that's the alpha and omega.
0: I can see the A and the W. Yeah,
1: so that's the alpha and omega on on that mosaic there. Yeah. So then you have... You can clearly see it on that, like the alpha and omega. Yeah. So among early Christian symbols, it was quite popular.
0: Right, right. Well, we've lost the meaning of it, Don, because no one talks about it anymore. Is that right? I'm going to move on, Don, because if we're not out here by one, we'll be joining a party, all right? Okay? So, you know, he is the complete one. And everything we need, everything we need is in him. Isn't that right? You know, the Alpha, the Omega, what you got here... You've got the first and the last letters of the Greek alphabet. Is that correct, Dom? You see, I'll better check it by Dominic so that I'm not saying the wrong thing.
1: We all know this by COVID because they used so you had the, such as the Delta variant or the
0: yeah.
1: alphabet. Like, so they're we, the letters of the Greek alphabet. So when we when we when we when we went to COVID, we were using the Greek letters of the alphabet.
0: Well. We'll find out if we get any more. We
1: didn't get up to Omega. Yeah.
0: Well, they'll be giving you a different vaccine for every virus that comes along. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That'll be like, how many letters in the Greek alphabet? You'll be getting 26 vaccines. Anybody want that? No, thank you. Anyway, let's get back on track. What Christ is saying, I am... The A to Z, yes, A B C, D, yeah, from the A to the Z, I'm everything that you need to know. I am who I am. I'm everything. Every desire and need can be expressed in in a in the alphabet. You know, everything we do, everything we say, every every communication that we articulate every day is in the alphabet, isn't it? Throughout the years, I don't know how much of a book reader you are. Um, I'm currently reading a book by J.I. Packer, Knowing God. It's taken me a while to read it because it's so weighty. But I'm sure you read books, don't you? Jane Austen? Not me. No, 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 Jeffrey, we won't read that stuff. But some of you do. You like a bit of sense and sensibility, don't you? Pride and prejudice, some of you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Authors have expressed themselves in many different ways. There's some great writers out there, but, and I mainly look at like Christian ones, like John Bunyan. What a writer. Pilgrim's Progress grace abounding to the chief of sinners great books he's written holy war not that i've read it but i've heard it from other people it's a great read you've got your william shakespeare i don't know if you've ever studied shakespeare at school i've done hamlet Um, anybody else read a bit of shakespeare much ado about nothing i've seen the play taming of the shrew yes i've seen that very good just a, a word of warning to some of you men if you're looking for a wife watch taming of the shrew or read it <laughs> all of us have to use letters letters of the alphabet every one of us whatever your taste be it drama be it comedy be it romance history. Thriller, you need to read, don't you? From A to Z, it's what you do. But here we have the Lord Jesus Christ saying, I am the A to Z, the beginning and the end. You know, what is there that is more expressive than the alphabet? We... Camille you've been at university if it weren't for the alphabet you'd be vegetating there wondering what's going on everything is tied up in our alphabet lovers to a lover the alphabet is the vehicle of love to express his feelings or her feelings to their lover you read Song of Songs in the middle of the Bible you know Uh, to the poet Bob Dylan, someone like that, they, might, they, they, they share the words of, of you know, the, the answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. Isn't it? They use words. that And I love singing, I'm leaving on a jet plane. I don't know when I'll be. We love that sort of stuff, you know. We sing it. But it's the alphabet that ties all these things together. But only Jesus is the only one that ever said, I am the A to Z. Incredible. Perhaps you've got problems with the alphabet. Perhaps you've got a problem with S-I-N or F-E-A-R. You can spell, can't you, yeah? I hope so. Or D-O-U-B-T. You got a problem with that? Anybody? Well, you're in the right place. <laughs> whatever it is, you can spell it out to Jesus Christ. Whatever the things that you're going through, whatever you need to overcome, the revelation says, blessed is he who overcomes. He'll give the right to the tree of life. Yeah? Yeah? spell it out to Jesus he will help you through he's the beginning and he is the end that's what it said didn't it if we go back to the verse Revelation chapter 1 verse 8 I am the Alpha and the Omega the beginning and the end go to the beginning of the Bible Genesis chapter 1 what do you see? In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. He's there at the beginning and he's there at the end. We could find him somewhere at the end. Lord Jesus. Here we go. Verse 16. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David, the bright morning star. There we go. He is at the end. There we go. Verse 12, and behold, I am coming quickly. My reward is with me to everyone According to it, I will give to everyone according to his work. I am the Alpha and Omega. See, this is at the end of the Bible. The beginning and the end. The first and the last. You find him at the beginning of the Bible, you find him at the end of the Bible. The Lord is the great beginner and the great finisher. In, in Genesis chapter 2, he created everything. And after he created it, he finished it. That's what he does. Verse 2, chapter 2. Verse 1, sorry. Thus the heavens and the earth and all the host of them were finished. He didn't take a million years, you know, to to put this bit together and that bit together. He did it in six days, we heard earlier on, didn't we? It it says here in Genesis, and I, I haven't got time to read it all. In fact, let's take the time. In verse 2, it says, the earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. If I said to you that something is without form, what does that mean? Thank you, Bob. If your chair did not have any form would you be sitting on it you'd be on the floor because it it wouldn't be a chair would it you see and so here we have god that that would be chaos if if all of your chairs suddenly fell apart and didn't take any form It, it it would be mad the lord god brought order out of chaos that's what he did in verse 2 of Genesis. He created the, the plants, the animals. You come to our garden. Marjorie came to our garden. She was taken back. She saw all the flowers and Jackie. Both of them started deadheading the plants. But they liked what they saw. It looks beautiful. Who can make such beauty? Who can make, you know, like a daffodil or a, a petunia the way that they are? Only the Lord. Who can make animals the way that they are? The Lord. We, we've got a hedgehog living under the shed. He's captivated our hearts. We, we look at him. I saw his nose last night. I crept around and had a little look at him eating some food. And, and I saw his nose, how pointed it was. God made these things for our enjoyment created Adam and Eve and here we are you know in our fallen nature we are what we are today but when they were made when God created them how beautiful did they look before the fall mind boggles doesn't it he he made everything perfect in its time. Everything, until disobedience came in. Until Adam and Eve disobeyed and creation fell. You know, I know Bob's a gardener, and, and Marjorie, you're a gardener, but when you look at gardens that have not been tended to for five years or, or something like that, Twelve months you only need twelve and and the weeds and the, the grass and it's just horrendous and it takes a lot of work to get it back in order. And so God makes things perfect in their time. You know, even in the chaos that has happened after the fall, He planned and executed a plan of redemption. That's what he did, and he fulfilled it. He completed it. John 19, he says, Romans, John. At the end of John's Gospel, Jesus is being crucified on the cross, and he says, It is finished. That's what he said. Verse 30. There we go. I'll I'll read the whole section. After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, said our first. And now a vessel full of sour wine was sitting there and they filled a sponge with sour wine and put it on hyssop and put it to his mouth. So when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, it is finished and bowing his head he gave up his spirit you see God if you go back to Genesis chapter 3 verse 15 there is a promise of one to come there's a promise of one who's going to bruise the serpent's head the one who deceived Adam and Eve and this fulfillment is in Jesus Christ he this is a plan and God planned how to redeem the human race or those that believe. God planned how to, to save them, how to redeem them, and it is all fulfilled in the Lord Jesus Christ. Dominic uh, told us about Isaiah, who wrote that God is the I Am, and these are prophecies, and there were many prophecies, pointing to Jesus, our Saviour. As I said, the first one was Genesis 3.15. They were prophecies from Isaiah 7.14 pointing to the birth of Jesus Christ. Seven, chapter 7, verse 14. And there, there are many. Isaiah 53, uh, about the ministry of Jesus. And we've got Psalm 22 about the death of Jesus on the cross, and then we got the resurrection of Jesus. All these, Jesus fulfilled, and so there will be some. There will be some finishing to do when He returns. He's got to just get rid of the devil and and, and, the, and the and death itself. That when He comes back, He will take us to be with Him but he'll deal with those things when he returns. So he he will finish everything in its time. And there is a letter to the Philippian church, Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. We read this. There we go. Philippians, Philippians, not Philippines. Philippians chapter 1 verse 6 and we read this being confident of this very thing that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it that's a great promise has God has the Lord Jesus begun a good work in you that's a good question has the Lord begun a good work in you and if he hasn't what can I say see you later I don't know you're in trouble (laughs) you're in trouble because you want God involved in your life don't you you want him involved in every decision you make, don't you? Well, I do. He is willing, God is willing to work with you, to work in you, to make a change in you. You want to accept that? In, in the beginning, in Genesis, he says, let's make man in our image and if God is not making you in his image whose image are you being made into very sad I mean I I don't know how far to go because you know I I bought the Times newspaper yesterday and uh, there was a, a particular person in the paper that the paper was focusing on. They were interviewing the person. And I found out things about that person I didn't like. But I admired the person. They captivated my heart for a season. And I found out things about them. I thought, it's very sad. God's not at work in this person's life. Where will that person end up? It's very, very Sad. I want to pray for that person that they will open up their heart to the Lord Jesus Christ. I can't tell you who it is, I'm afraid. But God, it says here, in this verse, he will complete the work. Verse 6 of Philippians, being confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you We'll complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. He has shown himself to complete other work. He has shown himself to complete the work of creation. He has shown himself to complete the work of redemption by being crucified and on the cross and being buried and resurrecting from the dead. He's shown himself to do those things. We, that tells us he's faithful. And it's true, that's what it tells us. If he's involved in your life, every one of us, he will complete the work he has begun. Isn't that a comforting thought? I like to say yes too. And salvation, if you've given your heart to Jesus, if you've given your life to Jesus, it's just the beginning. It's not the end, it's just the beginning of where he wants to go with you. It's incredible, isn't it? So lastly, in Ephesians, turn over the page, in Ephesians chapter 2, we read this. Chapter 2, verse 10. Listen to this. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. What a verse, what a promise. I've got to read it again. For we are his workmanship. Do you like that? Yeah. I do. We are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, to do good works, which God has prepared beforehand, talking about predestination here, right? Beforehand, that we should walk in them. Are you glad that you're his workmanship? Yeah. Saying you belong to him. You're his precious being. He's got his hands on you. He's fabricating something in your life that you couldn't do yourself that is amazing absolutely amazing I'm gobsmacked I I'm a craftsman I'm a tradesman I've been working at this lady's house I said what do you want me to do? She said I want you to decorate my front room I said that's okay I can do that I said, how would you like this to look? Oh, I like coving around the, the ceiling, all around the edge there, see? Can you do that? I said, yes, I can do that. I, I had to get a mate to help me because it's three metres a length. It's quite heavy when you put the adhesive on, right? Well, I put the coving up. I made sure all the joints are nicely filled so that there's no cracks, no joints. Can't even see where I joined it. I said, "What else would you like me to do?" I like you to put, take the skirting off all round the edge and put a new one on. Taurus, very, very nice, about five inches. I said, "That's not a problem." I went to the trade centre. I bought the skirting. I took the other one off, and I've I've got my carpentry skills out and I cut the joints. Done it. Looks great. I said, "What else you want me to do?" Can I have some radiator covers, please, to go over the radiators? I don't want to look at the radiators. I said, that's not a problem. I've got her a catalogue from the Trade Centre and I looked at all the radiator covers, but they were the wrong size. I said to her, I'm going to have to make them. Are you all right with that? She said, absolutely. Have I ever made a radiator cover before? Never. (laughs) Never. So I bought the wood I bought the MDF, you know what MDF is, right? The boarding. And I use all my skills. I even bought a new saw, a circular saw. And I'm making them. I've got to put the tops on on Monday. They look fantastic. Why am I telling you these things? It's my workmanship. I've done a good job. I took a photograph of my work. I showed my, yet. look at this. My craftsmanship. I don't want to use the word proud, but I I am proud about it. I've I've done a good job. You can see it. She can see it. And when people go round her house, she's going to be like this. Because they're going to look at her home. They're going to look at her front and say, that looks nice. Oh, I like that going to say John Gilbert done it who's he well no one knows who I am but my name will be used and I'm pleased of the quality of the work she got a good job she just needs to pay me the money that's another story however what I'm trying to say is we use our skills to do a good job And that is what God is doing in our lives. He is doing a good job. If I wasn't who I am today, here, I'd be a mess. I'd be a total nightmare. If you wanted to hang out with me, you'd say, this guy's just doing my head in. I don't want to be with him anymore. He's a bad man. But I'm not that person anymore. I'm a Christian. I'm a godly person because that's what God is doing in my life praise the Lord let's move on it says here my next title third title is the one who is to come that's what it said in that verse verse 8 of Revelation chapter 1 I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come. Who is to come. Are you looking forward to his return? I can't wait. Am I ready for his return? That's a good question. Am I ready for the return of Jesus Christ? am I perfect have I got my life together well I know this and I might have said it before but when I nearly died in my accident that I had many years ago I thought I was ready to meet the Lord and I I woke up in hospital and when I, I prayed to the Lord and said Lord Lord I was at the threshold of death why didn't you let me come what would you say the words that came to me to my spirit or to my heart because was that I wasn't ready how can you not be ready once you've given your heart to Jesus I wasn't ready to go and meet the Lord at that time am I ready now (laughs) that's a good question to ask myself I'm a bit more ready now than I was then that's what I will say The one who has died, the one who has rose again from the dead is coming back to this earth. Will it be next week? Next month? Next year? Five years' time? Nobody knows the day or the hour. But he's coming and nobody can stop him coming we were joking earlier on about Karen doing the news maybe the news at 10 instead of Fiona Bruce why don't they talk about these things on the news why aren't we told well the Bible says that Jesus Christ is coming back again I think this is a news that is worthy of publication across the world but we don't hear about it do we no one ever said it on the news as far as i know what will happen when he comes Shall we find out you go to thessalonians chapter 4 yes this is here Revel- uh, thessalonians chapter 4 verse 13 it says the comfort of christ coming the bible says he's coming back Shall we meet in the air, everybody? Pardon? Shall we meet up in the air? There's some clouds over there. Shall we meet over by those clouds over there? Anybody? Say six o'clock, maybe. I'll read the passage, Bob. We're going to meet in the air. That's what it says, up, up in the sky. All of us that are born again. (laughs) the debt here we go I'll I'll read it this is Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 13 but I do not want you to be ignorant brethren concerning those who have fallen asleep that means those that have passed away those that have popped their clogs lest you sorrow as others who have no hope People that don't believe in Jesus, people that don't believe in God, when someone dies in the family, they've got no hope. They despair. They might have a breakdown, something like that. I knew a man whose mum died. He never got over it. He, never, he ended up like a bit crazy. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, that's what we believe, isn't it? even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. Those that believed in Jesus, that passed away, that died, they're going to come back with him when he returns. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep for the Lord himself will descend from heaven with the shout and the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God and the dead in Christ will rise first. It's amazing the dead in Christ will rise first. I mean What that is trying to say, here we are living in Hemel Hempstead. Yeah, we we agree we live in Hemel, right? That's a good job. We got one thing right. So there's a cemetery over by the motorway where my dad is, and Jim Ward is up there, and there's a cemetery over there. So it says the dead in Christ will rise first. What does that mean? What it means is that people buried in those cemeteries, they're going to rise from the dead. Do you understand that? We're going to witness it. I think that's just amazing. Fiona Bruce never told us that on the news, news at 10. We need to know the facts. People are going to rise from the dead when Jesus is returning. Only in Christ may it. Only the believers in Jesus Christ. And those of us that are alive, say it happens this afternoon. Yeah? Like I said to Bob, if that happened at 6 o'clock this evening. Verse 17 says, Then we who are alive and remain. Shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Those the exactly, wonderful. We're going to celebrate, aren't we? We're going to, we're going to be happy. So what happens to those who don't believe? <sighs> yeah. That's the next point, mayette Shall I tell you? Yeah. Well. Is there a if, if, last week a young girl was killed nine-year-old girl like little mia someone shot her a, a man tried to get in the house maybe her dad or relatives were into drugs so somebody tried to get in that house and shoot them and they shot the gun and the daughter was hiding behind the mother shot her in the chest that's evil what I'm saying if you took every good believing Christian out of the world what are you left with? huh? wickedness bad people Evil. if you took every Christian out of this world remember Jesus said you are the salt of this earth what the salt do preserves yeah so it's, it's those that are in Christ that are preserving the rest of the world at the moment you know that like I don't know what the percentage is but that's what's going on anyway what will happen is there'll be a tribulation a terrible 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 time the unbelievers will be left and it will be a tribulation and I don't want to be here I want to go being up with the Lord not one question are you looking forward to this well me and Kieran I'm sorry about the rest of you <laughs> I know you do so are you looking forward to his return he said he is coming back he which is which was and which is to come the Lord Jesus Christ I am who I am he says and we've been learning about this for months two months and in him is our sufficient saviour that's what we've got in him and my last question is are you saved have you given your heart to Jesus? Do you own him as your own? If you haven't, come to him now. don't leave it. don't put it off. Don't hang out in the tribulation where there is no Christians, there is no church, there is no born-again believers because they'll be caught up in the holy of, in, with the Lord in the clouds in him you'll find your faith and in him is all you need lord we do come to you once again and we do pray lord please work in our hearts please stir up our hearts within us lord please move our hearts soften our hearts that we can invite you to come and dwell in our hearts by faith we trust you and we trust every word you said Lord we thank you that you are the I am who you are Lord we do want to just look forward to that day when you return we want to be caught up with you in the clouds and with the dead that are in Christ Lord we look forward to that great day you are the Alpha the Omega the beginning and the end we look forward Lord to your return pray. We, we, we pray, Lord, that you would prepare us for this great day so that we are ready when you come. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's sing our Thank you for joining us today. We meet at Grove Hill Community Center at 11.30 p.m. in Hemel Hempstead. God bless you.